It'll be a three-man rush, eight in coverage, three in the end zone. Dalton heaves it down the right side toward the end zone. It is knocked up in the air. Oh, A.J. Green oh, makes the catch. Oh, 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 man. A deflected oh, ball winds oh, up in the hands God. of A.J. Green. Oh, the clock hits zero. Oh, 23-year-old Tony Pike waits for the snap. Has the football. Short drop. Lobs one down the sideline for Bins. He's got it. Touchdown. 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 And a high fly ball way back in center field. It is out of here. And last I checked, I did, yes, why? Now a steal by Gary Clark and a breakaway to the rim for a thunderous tomahawk jam. Get you one, big fella. Then a strike for Bertoni, and the magical moment belongs to Leonardo Bertoni. He opens the FC Cincinnati account with a goal in the 14th minute. Double dip from the ice cream cone. Welcome back. How you doing tonight, Ed? You gotta turn my mic on. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. All right. Welcome to Pardon the Punctuation. I'm your host, Aaron. I am Ed, the producer. <laughs> We're glad you're here with us. So slash web guy, slash tweeter, slash really good question putter outer. You're the worst. Great questions. You, didn't, you didn't include that. Great questions I had. This the last worst. Week. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, Pardon the Punctuation. Uh, we also have a group on there that we run called Bearcat Nation uh, that's been growing rapidly. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at PTP Podcast Cincy. You can find us on Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. You can call us anytime you want. Leave a voicemail, 513-818-2077 with your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes, etc. You can find us on YouTube at Pardon Punctuation. We have a new website. Um, it's it looks really good. Uh, it's www.ptpcincy.wordpress.com. Um, and as always, you can email us with whatever ideas that you have to better the show. Pardon the punctuation at gmail.com. So That's much, us. So much stuff. Man. That's us. And, and as always, go ahead and go onto your favorite podcast app and um, can you, know, you find give it? us like a rating and stuff. Can you find the app? Huh? Can you find the app on the App Store yet? Our app? Yeah. Our app's not going to make it on the App Store. Oh, we're better than the App Stores. Yeah, yeah no, I'll put it on the website. That much harder to find. All right. I keep tweeting out the link. <laughs> um, but yeah, we do have a, a, an app that you can have on your phone that is uh, pretty simple to navigate to listen to also ask questions your episodes. Um, also, be sure if you haven't already to check out last week's episode with Alex Meacham. Um, what was it called? Sitting by, sitting, the, ri- by, sitting the, water by the water cooler. Yeah. Um, really good stuff that Alex Meacham had for us. I could have talked to that dude for another 45 minutes plus. But, uh, yeah, that was, a, it was a lot of fun interviewing Alex Meacham. Um, so hopefully we can do some more of that this summer as content is hard to put together during the summer. Yeah. It's kind of hard. So we do have Especially a... Uh, the Reds. Well, we do have a special guest tonight with Clay Snowden that we'll have for you in just a few moments. But uh, you have a good week. Yeah, man. It was our, you know, well, no. I've, I've, I'm going to do this allergies thing, man. Yeah. These 
sinuses. 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 Ooh. I decided to work out in the yard last Sunday. And I mean, the Sunday before last Sunday. And now it's just been flared since. So for a week and a half, you've had sinuses. Yeah, it's really Yuck. great. I love it. It's they great. make lots of different medications for that. And I've taken every single one of them. Yikes. Maybe you should take one for a little while to see if it works. Like Claritin for a little while. Oh, so I just started last night, Claritin. Well, you can't just take one and it's not working. Yeah, no, that's a build up. Had it's got to build up in the system. It's got to build up. I really am getting. I don't know what I'm gonna do with you. Allegra, bruh, bruh. All right. Without further ado, let's talk some Reds. All right, so we do have a special guest tonight. You guys may remember him if you're regulars with our show, but Clay Snowden from Locked On Reds is joining us tonight. So, uh, Clay, how you been, man? Been doing well. It seems like it's been forever since last time I talked to you all. It has been a little while. Um, and like I mentioned, you are still writing for Locked On. Any uh, articles we should hop on Locked On that you've uh, contributed lately? Right. I wrote an article about rather or not the Red should trade Yasiel Puig, which I'm sure we'll, we will talk about during this episode, but uh, you can find that. Probably will have an article coming um, the next week or two as well. So, But uh, my Twitter is at Clay underscore Red, so you can follow me there and see uh, what I have to write. Yeah, you're pretty good about interacting with any and everybody there on the Twitter sphere. Twitter-verse. I try. I try. Um I try to, you know, get to everybody who um, tweets at me. Cool. Well, feel free to at him. He's not one of those don't at me bros. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> so just kind of hopping into it here. You recently went to Milwaukee to watch the Reds play up there, correct? Correct. I did. Um, I suppose two week, two weekends ago, last weekend. What was that? Two weekends ago. Um, went up there with a buddy of mine. Um, it was a good time. Um, the drive is boring. It's awful. Trying to get around Chicago sucks. <laughs> I did not do enough research and just booked an Airbnb that looked nice. Did not realize it was in the ghetto. So, you know, if you read the article that I wrote for you all, I touched on that as well. But um, very, very interesting experience staying in a ghetto on a, you know, I, I used vacation to go up there to stay in a ghetto. So um, definitely an interesting place. Friday night was good. We went to the game. We won. It was almost a meltdown. Saturday's game was not as good. Um, but it was a good time. Good weekend. Loved the stadium. They had the roof open Saturday, so that was nice. nice. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a good time. Who won the uh, the race? The race? Yeah, don't they have a oh, race oh, in between innings? Race. I couldn't tell you who won the sausage <laughs> race. I have no idea. Do you have a sausage race? Yeah, you didn't know they had a sausage race? No. Um, who was it? Was it uh, Suarez who almost got run over? Or was that... Oh. Yeah, it was Suarez, yeah. Was it against them or was it against uh, the Nationals where the they nationals. did the president? Was, was that against the Nationals when they had the, like, pr- the president race? I think, yeah, I think it was the, the Nationals, actually, not the... Uh, not the oh, yeah, he must have run over. Exact like, same short. idea, though. They, they must have just stolen from each other. Absolutely. So, why don't we have cheese conies racing? Because it would only be Skyline and Gold Star. Who else competes? And 
gold star would win. Or Chia the La Rosa's pizza race, or is that just like... They should just have like a Cincinnati yeah. Foods race. Yeah. Yeah, like Geta and... Ribs. Have some obscure things racing that like nobody who is not from within a 90 mile radius would understand what Black it is. Like raspberry and, chip. <laughs> yeah, just a very niche race. We should, we'll pitch that to the Reds. Uh, yeah. So, I was going to ask, I mean, we're, as we're talking about food, I know you wrote a little bit on that on the article that you contributed for us, but uh, what was your favorite thing that you ate while you were up in Milwaukee? Um, well, we ate at the luxurious TGI Fridays twice. <laughs> we were lucky enough to get reservations, you know, I had to call a few people, and... Um, it was awful, as you can imagine, but it was like kind of the option. Like our Uber driver, like getting the Uber, did no planning. Hey, take us by the stadium. Do you know any good places? Um, there's a Chili's, and then there's a TGI Fridays inside the stadium. I wow, Chili's. beautiful! I, I love the, the local food in Milwaukee here. So we had like first night, you know, like um, I had ribs, very mediocre. Next night had like a buffalo chicken sandwich, even worse. So. Did you have um, anything we did good have at the stadium? At this diner called Michael's that okay. was really good, and it was the largest meal I've ever had. What'd you get? Some sort of like breakfast scramble thing that had you know thirty eight different meats and eggs and sausage or you know peppers. It, everything you could ever possibly have for breakfast was in it. It was <laughs> awesome. My go-to and like four slabs of cheese on top. Like I don't know, it was a mess. It was. <laughs> Great. My go-to go-to at TGI Fridays is the uh, skillet with the uh, chicken and the cheese and the uh, shrimp. I think it's like the sizzling chicken shrimp skillet. Come I, out. You have a go-to TGI <laughs> Fridays. I was gonna say I couldn't tell you the last time I went in and actually okay. ate food okay, at a Fridays. There, there was yeah. one right in front of the mall in high school. Oh. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm making sure that this isn't like a, you know. My wife and I go on Friday night once a month. Type of the thing. I don't know where there is a Fridays anymore. Yeah, no, it's called the Ch- Sizzling Chicken Shrimp. I found it right here on their website. I'm sure it's delicious. Oh, it's sure. delicious. That cheese and then you uh, scrape it off the skillet. Get out of here, delicious. man. You're the worst. I'm hungry. Everything's better with cheese. Not duh. All right, so interestingly enough, in the Milwaukee series, Dietrich was hit by a pitch. Six different times. I believe that set a record for a series. Right. It was a MLB record for a series, and it was the strangest thing because nobody in the stadium really noticed it, it seemed like. like there was no reaction until the like fourth time in the game he gets hit, and me and my buddy are like yelling and screaming at <laughs> you know, nobody in particular, but kind of like, what's going on? And the Milwaukee people are like, Always leaning into him, like I, well, I don't even care why you're all thrown inside right now. Like it was, it was absurd. It was so strange. She just kept getting hit and hit and hit. And um, it was funny. Like the last time he got hit, he like was walking down towards first base and like celebrating almost. It was typical fan favorite. We do love us some Derek Dietrich. I like. Him. Oh yeah, yeah. Now we we took that series from Milwaukee. And we took the most recent series from Chicago. Why are we performing so well against the first place teams and what many are calling the most competitive division in baseball? Yeah, it seems like the, you know, you look at any other division 
second place and third place are pretty much kind of far out of it and the reds are you know scraping the bottom here and we're five and a half games out i think like um it's a great division to be in right now regardless of if we're on top or bottom it's it's fun because you know every night you're gonna have talent playing instead of like playing the marlins and being like who is this guy you know um so no it's been good i don't know why we seem to beat them and can't beat other teams it's it makes no sense this whole season kind of makes no sense. It's been so strange with when we've been good, when we've been bad. We've gone on runs where we don't score for what seems like eight straight games, and then we have, you know, 22 runs in the series or something. And it's been a very, very obscure season. It's very hot and cold. It's really messing with me. I get, I get super excited. It's funny. I'm, yeah, I see on Twitter, you know, there's people that are – this is a must-win tonight. Reds get blown out. They tweet, you know, I'm done with this team. This team's oversell. And then two <laughs> weeks later, they're, oh, my gosh, this team's awesome. We've won six straight. I love this squad. This is David Bell's the best. And That's all Cincinnati sports. That's every Yeah, a lot of sport. people who just cannot decide what they actually like. Well, if you're going to bring up David Bell, though, a lot of what he's done, if you're looking at it from an analytic point of view, this season makes sense. If you're right. strictly looking analytically at the choices that he has made, it makes sense. Now, with that all being said, yeah. last night I was left completely scratching my head as he's got David Hernandez in this game that we're absolutely still in with no one else warming up. Hernandez struggled with every batter he faced. What the hell? Yeah, it's one of those deals that he seems to make moves that are easy to criticize or, like, if they work out well, everyone's always like, wow, such a baseball mind. He's brilliant. What a genius. I love him. And um, That's just kind of how he is, though. It's it's just better than the previous man- managers, I think, that have just kind of made kind of boring moves. And, of course, there's, you know, I don't think that – Jose Peraza should ever play the outfield. He's Concur. played the outfield quite a bit recently. Um, but then he's also made some great moves out of one of one of some games. Um, it's going to be interesting to see with Tucker going on the DL, Kyle Farmer's getting the start tonight um, at catcher. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works. Um, I'm a big Kyle Farmer guy. I think he's a great player and he can play all over the place. And um, I'm glad to see that he's playing you know, pretty well. Um, so it's going to be kind of interesting to see how that works with not carrying two true day-in, day-out catchers. Well, I think we're finally going to get to see what some uh, fans have been clamoring for, which is less Barnhart and more Casale. Right, and um, it's funny, in the offseason, all these people were, we don't need to trade for JT, we have Tucker Barnhart. He's, you know an amazing catcher. He's this, that, and the other. And man, he's just struggled. It sucks because he seems like such a good guy. And um, His wife's hot. You know, I, yeah, and, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> um, but it just, it is sucks for him. Um, hopefully he can figure it out. But um, I've always liked Kirk Tisali. I don't know why. Even when he was with the Rays, I kind of followed him. And um, he's had a great, you know, he's had a great two years with the Reds so far. 
I feel like he just steps in and does whatever's asked of him, and he never has a complaint ever. Yeah, he kind of he kind of just like goes about his business, kind of low key. You don't really think much about Kirk Sally. He's definitely not quite the uh, defensive catcher that Barnhart's back there, but right. he's he still holds his own pretty well. I mean, don't really have a gripe yeah. about him. Now right. you did bring up Peraza in the outfield, so I feel like right now, as the roster currently stands, we have Winker, who I personally don't think is getting enough at bats. Um, you got Puig, you got Senzel, you have Irvin, who's also not getting enough at-bats as every time he's up lately, mm-hmm. he's been on fire. You've got Dietrich, and you don't know where to put him necessarily. You brought up Scooter. I, I don't understand the mindset of putting Peraza in the outfield, uh, I guess, to get him at-bats, but at what cost? Uh, because right now you're costing yeah. yourself at-bats of Winker, Irvin, and Dietrich with that move. So what are your thoughts yeah, on that? Yeah, Jose Peraza just deserves to be a bench player on the 2019 Reds. That's about it. Um, Scooter coming back. You could see Dietrich in left field more. Um, Winker and right some. Whenever Puy gets a day off. Um, Philip Irvin is just... How strange is his career? Like He did so well in spring training. They bring him up. They send him down. They bring him up. They send him down. I personally don't think he will ever be a starter. Um... But it's just weird kind of how he's bounced around and um, former first-round pick. I mean, this guy has some talent. Um, hopefully he gets a shot. You know, we had Josh Van Meter up for a while getting some playing time. And there's a lot of players in Louisville who can play the outfield that are hitting well. So, I mean, there's just so many options right now. And that's why I think the whole, like, we'll talk about it later, but the trading Puig thing could potentially come up. So, you, I know you brought up Irvin. All we heard about last year, it, feel, it feels like, was Trammell, Trammell, Trammell. We just need to hear about Taylor Trammell. And here we have this other first-round pick who's kind of been in the way of Trammell coming up in Philip Irvin. And, you know, you brought up Van Meter. When he was up here, his fire went out because he was beating the cover off the ball in Louisville. He came up here, wasn't getting the at-bats, and his fire went out. And now that Irvin finally kind of went through the same thing earlier in the season, he's kind of, I feel like he's got the mindset now that I'm not going to be playing every day, but he's, you know, kind of corralling that and focusing his energy on getting the job done when he is in. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting to see, you know, what Irvin's doing this stint as opposed to the stint he had earlier. Right. And uh, Taylor Thermal, I think, is going to be, you know, a plug-and-play player, he's going to be, you know, he's not going to be like an Irvin who's kind of bouncing around. Is he the fourth outfielder? Can he get a start? Like, I think Taylor will come in and absolutely be a starter, kind of like Sinzel has been. Um, I think very highly of him and his ability. Uh, but Philip Irvin, I really just, I just don't really know what to do. There's just so many players and only so many at-bats to go around, so... Yeah. Hopefully they can, you know, figure something out. Van Meter was kind of the surprise guy who, like, no one thought would be an option this year. Had a great spring training. Um, or, I'm sorry, starts at AAA. And luckily the Reds actually brought him up and said, let's see if he can play. And so, I mean, they did what they had to do with him. And kind of is what it is with that. Um, we'll see if he gets another shot or not. But, um 
the outfield depth. They also have Jose Siri, who a lot of people are forgetting about, who had two home runs the other night. Um, he's got a lot of speed, a phenomenal defensive outfielder. It's just the hitting and strikeout rate are too high. The hitting's just not quite as good as it needs to be yet. But um, I could see him getting a chance. He is on the 40-man roster, so he can be called up without having to make a, you know, releasing somebody or anything like that. Well, there's also another outfielder down in Louisville, um, Aristides. Um. Yeah, he um, so he came up last year and got one at bat. What's his name? And I was like, oh my god, this is so bad. But I was like, kind of hoping he'd never get another at bat. Just so like, if you all don't follow, there's an account called Obscure Former Reds. He would be the perfect obscure former red one at bat. You talking about Aristides awesome. Aquino, right? Yeah, I think he has 18 home runs right now, actually, for the bats. Is so, that how you yeah, pronounce it? Well. Is it? Is it Aristides? Aristides, yes. I think. Aquino. Yeah, so is he going to make it? I mean, like I said, I mean, he's been hitting the ball very well. I believe the month yeah. of June he had. He was a on the 40 man roster last year, got removed from it, signed to the minor league deal, kind of like a uh, also a high strikeout guy. He's always had been known for having a good arm. Um, I I don't know. Like it's kind of like what you're saying. Like, okay, who do you want to invest more in? Mm-hmm. The minor league player who you bounced from the forty man, which you'd have to add back to the forty man, or do you want to invest more at bats in Philip Irvin? So it's kind of that type of a deal. Um, I I'd probably say he may get a shot, but I'm thinking he's probably gonna be elsewhere next year. So, as we're still talking about where people fit, um, I know we brought his name up earlier. It's hard to see where Derek Dietrich currently fits with his roster. I know he's a jack of many trades. He can play anywhere. But it seems like, as of late especially, he hasn't been coming in except for a pinch hit here and a pinch hit there. Yeah. With Scooter returning, too, it makes it that much harder. Um, I think Dietrich is going to get a lot of at-bats at first base when Joey gets the days off. He'll be there. Um, Over Kyle Farmer? Well, I guess it depends on if it's right or lefty that they're pitching against. But Or if um, Tucker's back. Yeah. Um, I would probably say that Dietrich will be used a lot as a pinch hitter. You know, come in in the seventh inning. You know, Bell's been pulling pitchers at somewhat early at times, so he could definitely do the, you know, come in after getting a shit type thing. Um, but it is it is hard, you know, and there's probably going to be a trade at some point in time. Rather be Dietrich or Scooter or whoever, you know, Peraza, that will free up a few at-bats. So, recently, Puig had a run-in just the other day with the Cubs and uh, Pedro Strop. What did right. you think of, of Pui getting hit by that pitch? It was stupid. <laughs> I'm I'm so tired of players getting hit by pitches and it just seeming like it's on purpose almost. Like I just I don't know what's going on with that. It's such a strange thing. Like what other sport do you say like let's go out and injure this person because of that? Like you don't see in a foot football where they're like I right, so this guy you, pissed me off. I'm gonna purposely try to injure him. So you do think he was hit on purpose? Yeah. I think so. I agree. I just wanted to know what your thoughts were. Hit him right in the thigh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. 3-0. I mean, no, it, it made sense as to him actually throwing it at him, if you want to try and go that route. but Right. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I hate the Cubs so much. <laughs> I just hate them so much. <laughs> so, I, I remember every – I don't even go to Cubs or Reds games in Cincinnati anymore because – they're fans Seems of the like worst. I hate to say it, it's always all Cubs fans. It's yep. true. Obnoxious. Yep. It was nice to see them all funneling out of the, the game. Exodus, the exodus, yeah, the mass weird. exodus. Just watching all those tweets right. was hilarious. Watching the fans actually wave by to the other fans leaving. We should start playing <laughs> that, that song on the speaker. Another thing we'll suggest to the Reds during home stands. Right. I'm keeping a list of things we're going to suggest. Oh, good, them. good, because I stopped writing. Um... So, we have the two-game series against the Indians coming up after the uh, the four-game series here with the Brewers. How do you feel about two-game series? Um, they're usually just like Tuesday, Wednesdays, it seems like. Kind of midweek games. Um, I'm not big on them, but I'm also not like, let's get rid of them. I actually think I may like two-game series more than four-game series. So, the issue that I have with two-game series is it allows for things like last week when you had us fly out to Anaheim for two games. Granted, we had a a day off on either side, but you literally flew out to Anaheim for two games and then flew back. Yeah. I I thought that was terrible. Kind of hear players' takes on all of it. You know, like, what do you prefer as a player? Well, and I mean, not you know, do only... Do you want a travel day off? Do you want, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's interesting, especially like when you're on the West Coast, game ends at, you know, 2, 2 a.m. or whatever. Then you have to play on the East Coast the next day or something like that, or, you know, whatever it may be. Like, I would just hate that as a player. It can't be good on the body. No, not at all. And not only was it, you know, a two-game series out on the West Coast, but it was a night game followed by a day game. Yeah. And that's when you also get forced to, like, you don't ever play your, like, best lineup on that day game. Because a lot of times it's like, oh, like, night game after the day game, we're going to give Vado the day off, or, you know, whatever the situation may be. But you don't always play your A lineup. It was, I just feel like it was a waste of two games, personally. Yeah, 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 I agree. So, before we get to uh, all-star talk and trade talk, last thing I want to talk about is there has been a recent, um, the two teams that come to mind, I believe, are the Nationals and the White Sox, I think. Um, But some teams are starting to add the nets that go further down the uh, baselines to protect fans. So, what's taking the Reds so long? I know it's a, a... We're getting them. I know it's a city full of traditionalists. And conservatives, generally speaking, um, especially the people who attend Reds games, but Correct. Um, I, I think it's nothing but a good thing to have these nets right. sooner than um, later. The people that think it's stupid, I literally don't understand. I mean, there was a two-year-old uh, little girl's skull fractured. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: you go to a hockey game, you look through a piece of glass that's all scratched up and you don't even really think about it. I mean, sure, like, it's 
a better view or whatever without the net, but it's, if you've ever sat in a netted area, it takes, I don't know, maybe seven pitches to adjust. You don't don't notice it, right, you don't don't notice it after a while. Yeah, there should just be nets, I don't understand why there's not, um, I cannot believe it's taken them this long, especially with how many bats fly, and, I mean, we've all seen the left-handed pitcher, or, I'm sorry, left-handed batter, rip a foul ball towards the third baseline that's, you know, cutting, and everyone's like, oh, well, just pay attention. Like, how much movement is on that ball? Like, the average fan cannot track it. Well, not only that, it's 2019. We have phones, like... They're adding things at the games to be interactive with your phone because it's 2019, you know? Right. There's no reason that we should be scolding fans for not paying attention when they're literally adding more things for you to do to be interactive while at your seat. Yeah, they need to get the nets up as soon as possible. Let the people complain. Um, I, I guarantee it would not ruin anybody's game experience. It may save somebody's game experience though i think we're getting them i think it's just a logistics thing on how they're gonna because we have an open ballpark mm-hmm. so it's a logistics thing on how they're gonna just string them up there but i just i just right asked. i mean there's a pretty big uh break in between um games <laughs> after this series with the indians wraps up they might they might figure it out at that time if it ever stops raining that's true so. right that's true too i was at the game was it two weeks ago and we had the party deck, the Cincinnati Bell party deck, the rooftop bar looking thing they have. Yeah, yeah. That's the most distracting way to watch a game ever. Like <laughs> your 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 view of the field is blocked by bleachers. Yeah. And so you're literally looking at the back of a bleacher at a TV. Why did I pay twenty dollars to get into the game so I could watch the game on a TV? For all you can eat food. Yeah. No, there was no all you can eat food yeah. either. It was just like a personal bar and even I had to pay for that. Puig, your friend. Oh, yeah, that's, that's... Before yeah. we go on, we have to talk about how ridiculous it is that my girlfriend only put ketchup on her hot dog. I was waiting for I Aaron did to get these questions I did want to bring that yeah, up. Yeah. No, I was going <laughs> to bring that up. Are you, How are you just it's now the, finding that out about her? So, we, we've been dating about three months. First baseball oh, game first together. Yeah. You know, hey, we're going to get a hot dog, right? She's like, of course. So I say, you know, what do you want on it? I'll go over there, put whatever. She's like, ketchup. I'm like, okay, and what else? And she's <laughs> like, nothing. And then me, I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> only? Like, that is absurd. Like, you, I put whatever they offer. I don't care. You ketchup, know, mustard, relish, the, onion. The Bats games onion. actually offer better food than... The Reds games in terms of toppings. They have like jalapenos, onions, ketchup, mustard, relish. Put everything on there. No, you have to. Load it up. Get your money's worth. Exactly. Yeah, it was pretty upsetting. You know, it, t- it took me a minute to, to regroup after seeing that, you know. <laughs> they almost broke up. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a close call. We'll see how it goes from here. How do you set up your hot dog? Like, I... I, I some people put like the mustard and the ketchup on top of it, like in a swirl, and mix it together. I like to go with the mustard down one side of the hot dog and the ketchup down the other side, and then, and, then, yeah. and then relish right down the middle. So I don't know when the last time I made a hot dog at home was, and I've not been to a game yet this year. 
but lately I've been making a uh, jalapeno cheddar worse. Okay, yeah. So it's Ooh. already got the stuff built in, and then I just yeah smother some barbecue sauce on it. Right. What? So what I yeah, do is I put I just throw the ketchup and mustard on, and then I actually take the hot dog and twist it. Oh. To get it mixed together and like on all sides of the hot dog and inside the bun. Okay. For even Pretty spreading. Even move. spreading. I like yeah. it. Yeah. A very veteran move. And then I put on <laughs> the the onions, then the jalapeno and the relish on top. <laughs> I like your style, man. Okay. Yeah, and you gotta eat it in like a minute. It's not like a no. Yeah. Get no, around no, and yeah, eat the hot yeah. dog. Well, you don't want no, the... It's like. You don't want you the cold it garnishes. It's no. four bites. Well, because the cold garnishes will mess up the temperature of the hot dog. And then you're all messed yes, up. Yes, exactly. And I hate when they give you that hot dog that's too small for the bun. So you're eating mostly bread. And then you got a little yeah, bit of you, hot dog in there. you can't have that. This is like the dollar dogs, I think. The do- yeah, the dollar dogs, that's where you do it all wrong. So when I went to the game the other night, um, one of the wife's friends decided to get a veggie hot dog. Yuck. Yeah. Nope. Can't do that. Hundred percent all beef. Asked her how it was. She said it was horrible. Yeah. Well, she made a horrible decision. Well, I guess oh, she you mean the veggie hot dog wasn't good? I'm not <laughs> surprised. <laughs> what kind of pig parts do you use on a veggie hot dog? <laughs> the, the none. Right, the plants that the pigs eat. None. Uh, all right. Um, how do y'all eat a skyline coney? Do you go with a fork or do you just like get extremely messy? A fork. I'm just making sure. I, I just right. go in on it and just get mad. Oh, yeah, you so just go in, yeah. I, have, I do have a certain way that I eat cheese cones. Oh, God. I like to get mine to go so the cheese congeals. Oh, yeah. And uh-huh. th- then I put a... I, of course, I get the onion on it, and then I put hot sauce on it. Hot sauce on it? You got to go with the hot sauce. Yes. I love the hot sauce. Yes. I don't usually do hot sauce on the In cone. the winter, it gets a little tough because if you have chapped lips, it's, your, your face is not happy with mm, you. But sometimes course, I do hot yeah. sauce on the three-way. So, yeah. the way to go with the three-way is the Cholito with the spaghetti, no. extreme cheese, no. onion. No. Do you like to taste your yep. food? The, 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 I just heard about this this winter, an inverted three-way. Yeah. So, it's you cheese, cheese on chili, the and then spaghetti. Yep. I don't huh. know how I feel about that. It melts the cheese, so every bite is a cheesy bite instead of having to wait for the cheese mm. on top to melt. But I like to put like half the bag of cheese on. Well, they give you two bags, right? Not if you're eating inside. That's well, when that's you get true. the inverted. You can't get the inverted to go, I don't think. Uh, if you would, it would make your whole situation smaller. What? Well, I guess you're right. Yeah. I guess you could invert it when you get home, right? Just put the cheese in a you bowl could. and then flip it on top. Yeah. I guess you could do that. Except right, it's never let, the same temperature. Let's get back to Red's baseball right. here. We're, we're, we're getting far too deep into the Cincinnati skyline. You aren't lying. So... Speaking of, well, not speaking of anything because we were just speaking food, but All-Star Game. So we have one representative currently uh, before we find out if anybody's going to miss the All-Star Game due to pitching rotation and what have you. So Luis Castillo is our sole survivor of the All-Star voting. Uh, And he didn't even make the voting. It was just, that's manager choice for pitching, I believe. Um, It was kind of like, oh shit, we haven't had a Reds player get voted. Let's pick the best one on the team. And I think that's arguable because I feel like Amir Garrett got snubbed. Dude's rocking like a 175 oh, ERA. Yeah, of course. So He should have been it, but I, I, I think they both should be all I, I would agree to that. Especially actually. Amir Garrett. So I don't think it should have been just Luis Castillo because I absolutely Correct. think Luis Castillo is deserving. He's pitching better than anyone 
that I can remember in between now and Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto. I mean, you can't forget about the 2018 home of Bailey. Like I said, he's pitching better than anyone in between now and Johnny Cueto. Um, Yeah, I think Amir Garrett should have been in. um, He's just been so dominant. I mean, and he's so much fun to watch. I know we've talked about him before. He has that certain type of swagger that when he comes into the game, fans are like, hell yeah, Amir Garrett's pitching. Like, this is fun. It's not like someone's just coming in the game like, oh, like here's some boring pitcher. Like, he has, you know, the emotion show. And, I mean, I just love watching that guy play baseball. Now, do you think he got snubbed because he's a left-handed specialist or what some people like to call a loogie? Um, I mean, do you think that that's part of the reason? Like, maybe he's not getting enough appearances to actually be in? You know, I'm not really sure. Um, that could that could be it. Um, there's also, I mean, just got to think there's just so many spots. Um when I feel, I feel like so they I'm focus really sure. for pitchers. I feel like they focus on starters or closers, and there is no in between. Right, they're gonna have like five different closers on the mm-hmm. All Star team, and then they just like pitch in the sixth inning or something. And but yeah, I don't know. I think he should be on the team though. Well, as we are kind of talking about closers, and it's getting to be. Close to, I mean, as soon as we hit the All-Star break, the trade deadline's right around the corner. So the first name I want to bring up is Rysel Iglesias. What do you do with this guy right now? It seems like if you bring him in in a close situation that's not a save, he's going to blow the game. It seems like he doesn't have the same stuff that we've grown accustomed to watching him with. Do you think that's a mindset thing between him and management? Like, between him and, and Bell yeah, right now? He has or? been he's kind of been a mystery, hasn't he? Um I think they're they probably you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but they probably should have just traded him this off season. Um Last when his year. stock was probably the highest it's going to be. Um trading him now probably makes sense. Um he's just not pitching that well. And I don't know if it's a David Bell situation where him and David Bell don't get along, or I, I don't know, you know, what the deal is there. But it's definitely not what I would call a comfortable situation with him and the Reds. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that works. Um, I'm sure somebody will, you know, want to trade for him. It just depends on what you get back for him. It's kind of complicated. Um, you know, maybe kind of the best bet, and I wrote about this with the same thing as Yasuo Puig, is like, as bad as the sounds, you almost like have to not hope, but see if somebody gets injured on another team. You know, a starting right fielder for a contending team gets injured. Well, now Puig seems like somebody can be traded for a little bit more value. Well, as we're talking about some of the guys that you want to trade, I wanted to present you with a situation. Let's call you Clay the GM. Hold on, I, got a, I got a situation here. We can get a, we can get a three-way and a cheese cone here in 23 minutes. Get out of here, man. I'm just saying we could. All right, so we're going to call you Clay the GM. Who, at this point, would you want to trade off of this roster, and what players are you going to be targeting? I would be... Or positions, Probably trading 
as much as I hate it because I came on the preseason podcast and we talked about uh, Tanner Rourke and how I think he's just such a solid player. I just don't really know if he's the type of player that we're going to like resign or not. Um, and he's pitching well enough to get some return for him. So I would probably trade him because contending teams are going to look for someone like him to be their you know, fourth starter coming into a playoff push, someone as consistent as him. Um, I would trade Puig. Um, of course, this is all if we get fair return. Right. Um, I think that I would trade Puig because I just think the outfield is going to be pretty crowded in the future. And I just don't know if he's consistent enough to really... I mean, I know he's just... Everyone loves him. I know that he can sell jerseys and tickets and whatnot, but um, his trademark is just hard to read. But if the type of players I would be targeting are people that are probably like um, higher end or have in their career been higher end prospects that maybe just need a change of scenery. Um, we've done that before and we've, that's kind of what we did with, like, Dilson Herrera when we got him for Jay Bruce. High-end prospect. Mets just, he didn't really fit there. Let's take a roll of the dice on him. Obviously did not work out the Reds. Well, weren't they weren't they targeting was, Brandon Nimmo in that trade, and they couldn't get it worked out for Nimmo? Yeah, oh, my gosh, yes. That was supposed to be who we were getting, and then it, like, fell through, and we were like, all right, just get, you know, Dilson Herrera, sure. We don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> it's just anybody. So, but I think players who are probably still quote-unquote prospects, but closer. Um, you know, I don't think we're going to do anything like the when we dumped Brandon Phillips for a couple of 28-year-old double-A players. I don't think we're going to do anything like that. <laughs> um, that was absurd. Even though, like, Brandon Phillips, like, we needed to get rid of him, sure, but, like, yeah. that was just a strange, strange thing. Um, Position-wise... In the minors, they're pretty good at most places. It seems like a lot of the talent right now is in double A and kind of lower A. The triple A talent is weird because it's like a bunch of players who are kind of like late bloomers who are doing really well in triple A, but you have to ask yourself like, okay, is this a MLB player or is this just like a career triple A player who's like pretty good at triple A baseball? So. Um, it's kind of hard to say which position you can uh, may just want to trade for best available prospect. Well, I'm going to counter you and say that I think you got to trade either Dietrich or Scooter, one or the other. Scooter. And I love oh, Dietrich. I'm not, I'm not against trading either one of those. Don't get me wrong. Well, we're not trading Derek Dietrich because I like him too much, and I don't care if we lose 106 games. I just like him being on the team because it's entertainment, but... Um, you can trade Scooter, yeah. I'm, I'm not anti-trade Scooter or anything like that, um, especially if a team, you know, contender needs a second baseman. Like, that's the thing with Scooter. Like, he can't really play any other position. Right. Um, he has in his career played some outfield, but, like, that just won't happen, I don't think, again. And he's not a good defensive second baseman. And he has been injured and really hasn't, like, shown it. Everyone just has this, like, idea of, like, He's got to go back to what he, his career numbers at some point. Well, I feel like he's. Like. I feel like he's almost got the Homer sim- syndrome where he had that one four home run game. He's got a fun name, 
and so people love him. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think he's a good baseball player. I don't think he's anything like special though. I completely disagree. He, he's nothing like Homer. Homer was a punk who didn't want to play baseball. I just mean in the sense that he had a fun. I gave the examples <laughs> why it was comparable. He had a big game, <laughs> and he had a fun name. Homer? For a pitcher? A pitcher should never be called Homer. I think he did too much lassoing out in the dugout. <laughs> and he's just not, he's not a good player. we got to keep Dietrich. Plus, uh, the sports gallery hasn't gotten Dietrich in for an autograph signing yet. What's probably going to happen, and it's just going to piss us off, is we're not going to trade anybody make any anybody. trades really we're going to keep everybody and just they're going to walk or we're going to resign them like we're not going to do anything flashy like we're going to like quote unquote like try to get to the wild card spot and it just simply won't happen and everyone's going to be upset and you know life goes on but I also think you need to make a move for a catcher the catching depth in the organization is pretty slim um Tyler Stevenson's a top 10 for the Reds. He's playing okay. Um, definitely not like a guaranteed thing. Was he a first-round pick? A, you, what's that? Was Tyler Stevenson a first-round pick? Uh, he was. I thought so. Um, 2016, I believe. You drafted Chris Oakey in the second round in 20... Oh, no, I guess, yeah, that was 2016, actually. It was Chris Oakey, and he has been... And uh, not, he's just not, I just really don't see him being an MOB player ever. And all the catchers in AAA right now are kind of like, you know, 29 year old that played six total games type, you know, in the MOB type, you know, Juan Granderall and those type of guys who are just not really projected to be pieces. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what you do with the catcher spot. It seems like it's so hard to get good catchers in the MLB. Well, they had every opportunity to try and make the move for Rio Muto or to sign Yasmani Grandal, but they were too stubborn to do either. Right. And Grandal, I mean, man, I wish that we never traded him. I wish we just kept him, but um, it would have been great for us to go after them. I wanted... JT, you know, trade, but I did not want to trade top guys. And obviously they wanted top guys and they got top guys for him, so mm-hmm. I get it. It's kind of the whole, like, I've always said, and I know that a lot of people say this, but like, people always, fans will always, always overrate their prospects. It's always like this idea that they're just like better than they actually are. Well, it's because um, we've been burned so many times though here in Cincinnati. I mean, you trade uh, for Griffey, and you trade Mike Cameron. Look what Mike Cameron did out there. Right. Um, I don't know. That's the first example that jumps off the page for me. But Yeah, and in a place like Cincinnati, you have to, you know, we're not going to have the money to just buy a team like Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox can do. and. Um, so you have to be pretty strategic on how you build around it, and I mean they've made some really good moves. As they much have. as as easy as it is to trash some of the moves they've made, I mean they've made some really good signings and some really good trades too. Though, well, I mean when you can flip Alfredo Simon for Eugenio Suarez, you're doing something right. Yeah, yeah, that is absurd. I actually wrote an article. This is my second article I wrote was about like how wild that is. <laughs> 
Alfredo then, Simon. I mean, my gosh. <laughs> big pasta. Oh, big pasta, yeah. He was fun to watch when he was good, but man, was he bad. But then you also have trades that send, in the same trade, send uh, Yonder Alonso and Yasmani Grandel. Right, yeah. To San Diego. So it is what it is, I guess. Just gonna, hopefully, you know, you get a few of these prospects up shortly and um, you know, a couple players different on this roster could mean a whole lot for this team. Well, everybody keeps saying that I'm reading says that we should be buyers and sellers, so hopefully they can try and navigate the market to be both of those things. Right, I wouldn't necessarily hate that. Just bring in some different pieces and see what you can do. Move some of the pieces that are on the one-year contracts and gather some pieces that are going to help you out later on. Right. Um, last thing I wanted to bring up, because I know we talked about it one other time, and I had meant to bring this up earlier. Good riddance, Zach Duke. What was that? I didn't hear you. Good riddance to Zach Duke. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy he's not wearing a Cincinnati Reds jersey anymore. I mean, I feel like he's such a good dude, and I wouldn't even be upset if they brought him back on immediately next year for the staff. Yeah. But um, I just think, you know, I'm glad that the move that they did, I like bringing up Herger, just see what Jimmy Herger has. He's kind of seemed like last year he was going to get called up, and then this year, like, he just really hasn't got a shot yet. Like You were talking about him, bring him on the preseason, roster. right? So, yeah, it's, it was a good move, I think. Um, you know, we're going to get some – we need some lefty pitchers, so hopefully we we figure that out. Because right now I think only Amir Garrett's the only lefty in the bullpen. Is that right? I think you're right. So, yeah, that's probably not the best baseball strategy. But, <laughs> um, you know, we, we have Cody Reed and stuff like that. And when he's back. We have other pieces. Yeah. All right. Well, unless you got anything else that you want to throw in, that's it. That's that's all I've got. He's cashed in. He's done. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is Clay Snowden of Locked On Reds. He also contributes when he goes on these uh, these travels. We've had him uh, writing about his travels around They're to the fun. to the different stadiums. Um, and anytime you want to do a bats write up, just let us know, and you can talk about the bats stadium down there too. But uh, yeah, of course, um, I'll actually be down at the bats. He was just at the bats stadium yesterday, Clay, with his girlfriend. Well, and she yeah, got a hot dog. but there was like a, a famous person there yesterday. They showed him. Hey, let, a hat. let's not bring up the hot dog anymore. It's gonna, it's gonna throw me <laughs> you know, off my game. <laughs> it was a terrible situation. He doesn't want to relive it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, at Clay underscore Reds, correct? Correct. And you can find him there on Twitter, uh, on Locked On, writing about the Reds and writing his uh, his fun pieces with uh, pardon the punctuation. But uh, thank you for your time tonight, Clay. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. You'll have a good one. All right. See you, bud. Man, I love having that guy on. Yeah, Clay's fun, man. Um, I need. I need. We need to get down to a ball game and eat a hot dog with him. <laughs> he didn't want us to talk about it. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Sorry, Clay. <laughs> um. For those of you who are uh, keeping track with us l- real time, it is uh, fours in the tenth um, as the Reds have come back since we ended and started. Don't worry, Peraza's back up. So 
anyway, um, let's talk some UC. Toughness to this team. Couple in the straight ahead three. That's a thousand and one career points for Jaron Cumberland as he joins an exclusive club. I bet you get more than that this year. I miss the down the drive that we used to play. We should do that again. At the beginning. Okay, we get that back. We'll worry about that another time. We'll get that back. Um, Bring it on back. So since our last episode, the only really big news, Zach Harvey has committed to the Bearcats. Also, uh, that came at the cost of Laquil Hardnett. Um, who I believe signed this week with Buffalo. Is that correct? That sounds right, yes. I think it was Buffalo that he signed with. It felt like a bad situation, man. Like It sounded like we basically had to ask him to leave the team. Well, I mean, yeah. I if think, he wasn't going to play, like if he didn't fit the scheme that Brandon had, I don't know. I just feel bad that the kid sat here for a year, didn't redshirted his first year, and then we basically had to ask him to leave because we got a top fifty guy coming in. But that's what happens in the big in the big programs. That happens. So, and we're trying to be the big program. At the end of the day, it's still shitty for the player. There's yeah, no real no, other is. way to say it. it. it like, totally I'm, is. Yeah. I'm, you know, I mean, it's just it's a bad look. For it's, me, it's it's Brandon's first misstep. If you can call it that. I mean, I love that we signed a guy who's top 50 in Zach Harvey. Don't get me wrong, and we'll get to that in a minute. But just, it's it's bad, man. The guy, like I said, I mean, he was here for a year, redshirted, and then they basically are just like, well, new coach, you don't fit here. You got to go. Yeah, no, it's a it's a bad situation to be in. The cream of the crop! And Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. And that's why I don't get paid to be the coach. I just hated it for the kid. You know, we never got to see him. Yeah, right, fair. I hope he balls out. Don't get me wrong. Maybe get back in the transfer portal. Uh, one from scholarships. <laughs> that would suck, too, to have to transfer again and sit out another year. Yeah, it does. Anyway, I believe uh, UC did grant him immediate eligibility, though, due to the situation, which at least he has Zach going for him. But um, speaking of Zach Harvey, though, he is the first top 50 recruit since Lance Stevenson, I believe. Uh, that sounds about right, yes. Um. He is a four-star shooting guard, the number 48 prospect overall in 2020. I don't know how that stacks up in 2019, but um, nobody was really reporting him in comparison to the 2019, and it was not a whole lot of time this week for me to put together the stats. But uh, he was also ranked the number nine shooting guard for the 2020 recruiting class. Um, he did have two misdemeanor charges in 2018. Did you read up on these? I did. And this in the school did a, a complete investigation. Well, they have so guidelines across I was going to say let, let, I mean, let's talk about what the misdemeanors are because it sucks. It's stupid. It's stupid. Old. Well, he was 16. He was 16. And a 15-year-old sent him figure. sent him nudes cuz you know 2019 back then I guess it was 2017. Yeah. Um Snapchat and, was new. And he showed some friends said nudes. Look, don't judge me on what I did when I was 16. Same. Because um, I did some stupid things. Thank God there wasn't things like Twitter and oh my goodness, all of that stuff. Imagine? No, I don't want to. Oh my goodness. I've already said, like, I can't imagine trying to, like, navigate the dating waters right now with everything with... with social media? Um, not just social media, but also, like, in the actual dating world with... Tinder? Like, Tinder and all of that. Like, 
it's too hard for me to even comprehend how that would affect my life. 2003 was a great year. Um, 2002. Eh, that was okay. Here. You should have been 2002. First grade. So he already did apo- uh, publicly apologize via the university. After coming in, he had to issue a public apology for the mistakes he made when he was 16, which is also stupid. Depending on what those mistakes are, these mistakes should not have been even classified as misdemeanors, I don't think. I don't know. It's it's a dicey situation, but... It could get expunged, possibly, in the future. I would think it would be, with it being a minor. Yeah. Anyway, he's 6'5", known for his high IQ. His scoring, I believe, last season he averaged 16.5, if I'm not mistaken. Um, passing, rebounding. Basically, he's an all-around player. And with Jaron Cumberland leaving after this year, graduating as a senior... We're going to need a guy at the two. Yes, we are. I mean, who else is there right now? I mean, we could have said at the beginning of the year, um, Lojo, but nine more. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's going to be a good addition. Um, and then plus we get them for, yeah. So, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Okay, It's a top 50 recruit. Um, like you said, not since Lance Stevenson. Um you know, apparently these guys did not want to come to Cincinnati ever. You know, because uh, top fifty recruits don't want to come because they didn't urban talk campus. to them, yes, much less exactly talk to right. the um, recruits here in the city. That's where, the other thing where we had two Cincinnati boys go in the first round of the NBA draft. I don't mean to speak ill of Mick Cronin, bless his so heart. So we won't, but and that's fine. You know, I mean, he did what he did, and he did what he thought was right for the program, and he got his guys, and he put together guys that gelled well together. Unfortunately, I would have loved to see a guy like Jackson what, Jackson Hayes, right? Yeah, I would have loved to see a guy like Jackson Hayes here instead of Texas, but it didn't been, work out that way. Been nice. Instead, been we nice. had you know Jaron and Trey Scott, and you know, I mean. Is Jackson Hayes the son of an ex? Yes. Bengal. Oh, that guy looks so familiar on the yes. TV. Yeah. Hayes. Um, uh, John. There were twin brothers who both were Hayes. I don't know which brother it was. I believe it was. I believe it was the tight end coach, and it yeah. was a Jay Hayes or something like that. Some, yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's his kid. That's good. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. According to downthedrive.com, we have the number 42 class in the entire country after this signing. As we should. And the fourth best somehow in the AAC. I don't know how anybody other than Memphis beat us in that, but maybe that's only because we have three freshmen, including Zach Harvey. Um, Also, who else was there? Jeremiah Davenport and Micah Adams Woods. So those are our three freshmen. I don't think they can't. I don't think they count the transfers in the class, do they? I don't think so. So, anywho, speaking of Bearcats, Jacob Evans was balling out last night for uh, the summer league. He's out of the boot. Who? Oh, sorry, Jaron Cumberland is out of the boot. Oh, Jaron Cumberland is out of the boot. He's out of his boot. I love how we found find out all this information from the social media networks. Yeah, because. They can't officially release anything that hasn't been officially released by the university. And the Enquirer is terrible. There's I think that. We, I think we can say that. There's that. I mean, we did beat them out for uh, best sports coverage in the Natty. Third best in the city. Just That's saying. right. 
I mean, they weren't uh, even in the top three. You told me not three. to lead off the show anymore like that. So I did not. I did. We we lead that off every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Speaking of which, I still need to get that T-shirt to the girl who won. I think we owe somebody a koozie too. No, I feel like we don't we have did. koozies. I feel like we had that giveaway forever ago about koozies. Anyway, let us know if we owe you something. If we owe you something, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> into the DMs. All right. Um, you got anything else? Uh, Jacob Evans balled out Summer League. Yeah, 18 points, which is good for him. Who else? Is he the only Bearcat in the Summer League right now? Yeah, I think so because... Came Broom, um, Justin Jennifer aren't there. I don't think any of them are there. All right. Is uh, Kyle Washington back? I don't know. Kyle Washington started an or Instagram Troy account. Uh, Troy hasn't... I haven't seen anything on Troy either. Only thing I've seen so far is on um, Jacob. And I, I think Summer League just started this All week right. too, so... We could find more out about them this week. Gonna have to look for those guys. Yep. See what's going on. And uh, SK is still over in Greece. He won a Greece. He won a championship. He did. And Patino's trying to come back to the NBA. You know who did win a championship? Two Holloway. Um. You know who else won a championship? Who? Isn't uh Octavius Ellis on that? No, same he was team? playing against Octavius Ellis. Oh, they were yeah. they were going to heads up. I yeah. thought he was on the same team. Octavius bought himself a Mercedes Benz. Is rolling around now. Good on him. Yeah, he fits in one. Barely. Is it a SUV? Yeah. All right, there it is. There it is. Nice. All right, let's talk about the depressing Bengals. Can't lose. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Let's hear it, gentlemen. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Let's go play some football. Let's go. Let's go. I'm uh, I've started the season one a third time. Torn labrums, medical issues, can lose. Probably will lose. So we lost Jonah Williams. He's out for the season. Apparently, we also lost Clint Bowling. He's out for the rest of his career. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Medical issues. Season's starting off pretty well, huh? It is. Um, so, I <laughs> that's okay. One of my, one of the Browns just got arrested or got in a bar fight this weekend. Um, yeah, their new Kareem sci- Hunt. Yeah, yeah Kareem yeah, Hunt, Hunt, who's already already had issues. Yeah, great, awesome. Um, Jermaine Pratt is the last of our draft picks to sign, and he signed this week. So that's good news. Um, the bad news, though, is our first round draft pick much in the mold of many of our draft picks is out so joe goodberry of joe goodberry of the athletic had this tweet uh last week um 2012 drake kirkpatrick first round pick 42 snaps kevin zeitler 2012 first round pick 1,051 snaps. Tyler Eifert, 2013, 673 snaps. Jarquez Denard, 2014. These are all first-round picks, by the way. Uh, 62 snaps. Cedric Abuehi, 2015, 65 snaps. William Jackson, 2016, 0 snaps. John Ross, 2017, 17 snaps. Billy Price came in injured last year. 558 snaps. Now Jonah Williams is going to have no snaps. So altogether, it looks like we have roughly 2,100 snaps out of eight years of picks. 
Yeah, it's a good record. That's terrible. <laughs> not good, man. I'm so it's tired. So tired of first round picks getting injured. Every time. Like, are we We're, not doing enough research? Like, are we not? Like, are they even coming into the facility and like maybe doing he like was a healthy. physical? He was healthy. He came in. He was in camp. He was playing with the firsts until he wasn't. I don't know. I. And even if you can get him back this year, do you really want to bring a guy no. who hasn't been through any no. camps or any preseason? I don't bring him back. Especially if you're hoping there'll be something on the just team later keep, on. keep the roster spot. Let him just nurse it all the way. Come back next year in camp. It just sucks. It you does. want to see your first-round picks on the field. You don't draft these guys to not be on the field. Exactly. It sucks. Speaking of Bengals, did you uh, happen to catch um, – I know you probably haven't um, – What's his Pat McAfee show? No, uh, he was here in Cincinnati last week oh. and uh, interviewed uh, Pac-Man. Huh? Who, by the way, wants to be called Pac-Man again? Well, he never not wanted to be Pac-Man. Where did that, that come from then? Bengals. Oh. Bengals in the NFL. Oh. It's a pretty good interview. You should check it out. I might actually. Yeah, then he uh, interviews Shazir, but Ryan. Yeah. Here? Uh, no, because in the next night they went up to Clum. Uh, Actually, they were in Cincinnati, then Pittsburgh, and then to Columbus. And in Pittsburgh, they interviewed Shazir. And in Columbus, they interviewed uh, Maurice Claret. Okay. So. Um, but the, the the whole point is the Pac-Man interview. Pretty good. Good you heard, stuff. You heard Chad's going to host a TV show, right? What? Yeah. I'm waiting for Is it like Dancing with the Stars? No. Oh. Who runs the fastest? Well, that's okay. And I believe he's pairing up, like, NFL players to run against each other. John Ross will have nothing to do with that. I don't think any active players contractually can have anything to do Remember with it. Remember when they wanted to race John Ross and um, and uh, Billy Hamilton? Maybe and, if they're doing it on the Bengals like, facility. Like, I do remember like, that. Absolutely, yeah, I remember like that. charity or something. But And Marvin's like, no, absolutely not. I don't know that you can participate in this show under contract because it might be Probably not. risking injury. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know. It is what it is. Didn't Chad ra- he he raced a horse? A horse at uh, River Turfway? Maybe before it was renovated. I don't know. I don't remember. That, that seems dangerous too. That seems like a lot of potholes. I can't believe that even happened. It happened. I'll share the video <laughs> on the page. <laughs> All right, let's move on to FC Cincinnati. So, basically, I just wanted to hear the intro song. FC Cincinnati is terrible. They lose to everyone. They lost again. Most recently, 7-1. to uh, They did hire GM, finally, but their coaching situation is still hot garbage. And we're going to have a new stadium soon. Hooray. And on to rounding third. I did want to throw one more soccer thing oh, in. Oh, you uh, set that up perfectly. You jumped. You jumped. Oh, All I wanted to say is uh, Rose Lavelle is doing very well. Oh, dude. The U.S. Women. Women's Nationals team is so much fun to watch. So, I don't know if I had a chance to say this on the podcast. I don't think we have yet. Um, but my the woman who works on the other side of my cubicle wall, um, that's her niece. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
That team is so much fun to watch. I today. believe she got injured today, though. Uh, her hamstring again. She has hamstring issues. She did get the start over the crazy lady with the purple hair. Yeah, the one. Yeah, that. Yeah. We're not going to talk any more about her or that situation because we don't want any part of politics. No, not, not here. My favorite was an Alex Morgan scorer, scored the second goal, which ended up being the winning goal. Goes out in the middle of the field, puts her pinky up like she's holding a, a cup of tea. And that's the tea. And sips it and walks off. Like, first of all, it's your birthday and you do that. Second of all, you did it against England. That's savage. All right. I wish I had a savage button. So, since we're already here in rounding third, you got a question? Oh, am I get to go first? How many? You got, do you have all five? I got five, brother. All right, let's go. All right. We did it. We beat Kentucky to the punch. The sky wheel is staying on the banks. Your thoughts? So, does that I I literally thought about that this morning as I saw that. So, does that mean Kentucky can't get a rival? I don't... I mean, I guess they could, but it'd be kind of pointless. It would be stu- it would be absolutely stupid to have a rival Ferris wheel, right? It, it would be stupid. I mean, why would you do something like that? Like, why? I mean, they're supposed to be bigger, but sometimes bigger is not always better. I think at this point it would make me angry. I'm happy it's staying because it looks really good on our skyline. Oh yeah, it looks amazing, especially, especially some of the night. pictures I'm yeah. seeing on there. Yeah. No, it's it's gonna be awesome. So, are you going to see the new Spider-Man? Just came out tonight. Do I ever go to see any Marvel movies? You should work on that. <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm not. I'm not getting into that. I beat the game this week. What game? Spider-Man. Spider-Man on PlayStation. Yeah. There's a Spider-Man video game. It's really good. Oh, that's great. All right, my question. How would you react? If this was your kid. Hold on. So where was this at? So this was a graduation for kids. So there's a part of me that wants to high five the kid for using my favorite word. There's a part Park? of, yes. There's a part of me that wants to do that. Oh, However, that's super disrespectful. Here it is again. No, you don't have to do it again. Yes, we really don't have to do it again. Boys and girls. I told you we didn't have to do it again. Ah, we don't have to do it again. <laughs> just randomly out of nowhere, he just shut up. Yeah, I get it. Do we need to have? Do we need to have? No. Okay. However, sorry. I've been waiting weeks to play that on the show. There. <sighs> Shout out to Jason for that one. You just can't. You have to ground the kid, right? Oh, you do. Yeah. You, t- you take away whatever, but at the end of the day... That DS is gone. Where, where's it coming from? you got to oh. find out if it, it's either coming from you as a parent or it's coming from something. It's coming I don't from know. the music. I'm learning how to be a parent, so... None, we can't find any good music today. So, how did you celebrate Blink-182 Day yesterday? I didn't. On July 1st, it is the 182nd day of the year. Blink-182 Day. So, they celebrated by releasing a new song, Happy Days. Oh, you want me to pull that up? You don't have to. I mean, it's not not there. If it's not there, it's not there. It's right there. Okay, maybe it wasn't right there. Here it is. 
Exactly. All right. Go ahead. We can leave it. Oh, we'll let it play. We'll let it run. Let it play. All right. Um, have you seen or will you see Toy Story 4 yet? Haven't seen it. I don't believe I've seen Toy Story 3. Um, so there's that. Is that the one where they... I don't think I've seen Jesse. That's where Jesse was introduced. Okay, so that's the one where they're getting uh, sold to the toy museum in China. Definitely haven't seen it. It's a pretty good one. I'm going to have to check it out. It's a pretty good one. I'll check that out when you start watching Marvel movies. Yeah, well, I guess this isn't ever happening, huh? Agree to disagree. All right, then. So, how excited are you about NBA 2K20? I don't know if I am excited about it. Why? I don't know. So, I did rent MLB, the, the show. show. Okay. Uh, Michelle wasn't feeling well this weekend, so I rented it on Friday and Saturday night and played it. While well, she wasn't feeling well and you needed to watch the kids? Well, she would go to bed decided, early. Oh. I thought you meant... No. Well, yeah. Michelle needed help watching the kids, so, so instead I, came downstairs I, and played I rented games. a video game. I didn't want to be around those I kids either. I wouldn't have anything to do with that. No. <laughs> uh, no, she went to bed early on a Friday night, and I'm not trying to go to bed at 8.30 on a Friday night. I know that feeling. Wide awake. So, I did play it, and at first I was like, oh, this is fun. This is this is good. Uh, then by game three, I was bored. It's very repetitive. I, I just you have can't to love baseball. You have to games. love baseball. I mean, I love baseball, but I can't I can't do that. Okay. I also traded people, so that's good. I was going to say, why don't you just do like a, where you run a dynasty team? And I guess I could try that. Oh. Don't actually play the games. Just trade people in sim games. I can try it sometime. I mess around with that a lot. All right. So, your turn. Oh, it is? Oh, Yeah, okay. that was you answering. Right, you Somehow you took one. an NBA 2K20 game question and made it about the show. I'm going to let you play it first and I'll buy it. Um, let's see. Um, <laughs> Fourth of July is in two days. Yes. Uh, what's the best firework? Um, please tell me you have the Joe Dirt sound. No. Oh. I haven't seen Joe Dirt in years. Husker so. do's, Husker don'ts. Whistling Dixies. You know what I'm talking about where he has all the... Now I remember, yes. Pull it. Pull it up. Oh, it's so good. Um, I don't know. Best firework? I mean, if we're talking, like, best thing I've seen, I still love, and it's it's not an actual firework, I guess, but when they do the waterfalls on the, the, the bridges. Bridge. Yeah, that's for, cool. But that's that's not July 4th. That's, that's uh, uh, Labor Day. Labor Day. I love that. I don't know why. I think it's cool. Um, that, that is pretty cool. I mean, that's always a classic. The Whistlers are always fun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I guess the... Uh, like when they do the, the Happy Faces or the Saturn. Yeah, yeah. Those are always cool. I think they're kind of cheesy, but it's different. It's I can't imagine it's easy to do. Or when they spell things out like... WBN. They, they do that. Yes. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any other ones that are like easy to be like, oh, the the grand finale, where you can feel your heart. So you're going to tell me that you don't have no black cats, no Roman candles or screaming memes? No. Oh, come on, man. You don't got no lady fingers, buzz buttles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodads, or crap flappers? No, I don't. You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have no whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, whisker biscuits, honky lighters, hoosker doos, hoosker don'ts, cherry bombs, nips of dazers, with or without the scooter stick, or one single whistling kitty chaser? No. 
Because snakes and sparklers are the only ones I like. Well, then. <laughs> I haven't seen that clip in forever. <laughs> no. This is the second time in like four days that Puig has scored the running, winning run again. And it was on an air. Oh, man, that was so much fun to watch and so Did hard. Did he score from first? Yes. Oh, heck yeah. Because it was a bad throw, an errant throw right there. He said, nope, I got this. We'll see oh, you later. almost is out. Ooh. Anyway, Reds win. Reds win. We got to keep Puig. We got to sign a contract. You're up. All right, where does Kawhi land? Uh, it's just L.A. <laughs> Thank you. Which one? Oh, not the Clippers for sure. He's going to he's going to um, the Lakers. I hope he shocks everyone. Stays in Toronto and says to hell with L.A. Oh, he should. He's like the freaking uh, prime minister there. He is almost a god I almost in said, Canada. I almost said president, but because of Joey Votto, I have learned they don't have a president. They have a prime minister. That's how you learn. Thank you, Joey minister. Votto, for teaching me about geography. I'm pretty sure they taught that in civics class. I probably wasn't paying attention. Sounds about right. Yep. Civics class. What was that class? Um, History? Well, they had that too. Oh, well. Anyway. I was right there. (laughs) Don't even know I took the class. I don't know why I was there. Oh, that's my turn. Yes. That's how this works. We gotta put like an arrow or something. You're the worst. Um, Possession arrow. Have you ever been axe throwing? No. We should put a possession arrow. Oh. um, It's fun. Is that all you got? No, it's, it's 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 a lot more difficult than it looks. I saw some crazy video where somebody throws an axe and it and hits it the back. ground and it shoots back at them and they narrowly miss getting their head cut off by said axe. So I saw that video too and said, that's photoshopped, right? They doctored that up. And then I went axe throwing and no, that could really happen. That could really happen. Like you saw that happen? I mean, I had one jump back. I mean, probably two feet in front of my feet. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with an axe coming back at me. Yeah, man. And they serve beer while you're doing it? That sounds like a terrible idea. This is how people die. I had a uh, hell or high watermelon while I was doing that. It was this is how delicious. people die! It was delicious, man. Oh, I can't handle it. That's how people lose their foot. Die. All that kind Are of Are you stuff. hyped for Space Jam 2? No! Is it safe to say that R. Kelly is not going to be featured in the soundtrack? Probably not going to be in that. Yeah, probably not going to be in that at all. Agreed. Who, who's going to sing I Believe I Can Fly? Nobody. I don't know. Maybe we can bring somebody in. Post Malone or Cause something. Because I think R. Kelly would still get the residuals. Probably would. He so needs it. He needs he it right now. <laughs> he totally needs it right now. We should do him a favor. <laughs> this is my life! <laughs> I wish everyone could see your face. Right I now. wish you I was looked the, in in real pain. Well, I, I punched myself in the chest. You I've been working out. You, oh, yeah. Probably gonna, um, be a, probably gonna be a bruise. I mean, I, I'm so mad at Space Jam 2 already. It's not because gonna be anything Anthony, like Space Jam. 1. Anthony Davis doesn't take the four million dollars for the trade kicker. Gives up the four million, leaves it on the table. How does he get that four million back? Space Jam 2. Yeah. That's exactly how he does it. I know. They're now using Hollywood to make trade negotiations. And now you're going to have to Photoshop Clay Thompson's boot out. Is he even going to be able to move in the movie? I can't imagine he does. CGI. It's going to be his face on someone else's body. It's a possibility. Remember, they lose their powers. 
They he, lose their basketball abilities. It was called the playoffs. It's not going to be the same though. Like when they get their abilities back, and Patrick Ewing doesn't want to touch the ball. Muggsy Bogues is, you know, the shortest guy. Kevin Durant doesn't have an Achilles. Clay doesn't have an ACL. Yeah. Oh my God! What happened to my ACL? It's gone. The, the Thanks, Warriors. Took it. Thanks, Warriors. The aliens took it, and it's on Magic Mountain. Is that what the place was called? Magic Mountain? <laughs> the Astro Crag. Oh, my goodness. That's where it is. It's it, the, are you going to have Bill Murray come back in? It's at the top of the Astro Crag from Guts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do you have it? No, I lost my ACL, Pat bro. McAfee has one of those trophies. Does he? Yeah, nice. on his show. I got to order um, one. Yeah, Bill Murray's got to come back, though, right? He made the movie. Uh, yes. What'd you put in that water? What? When the, oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. What kind of camera is that? It, wasn't it secret stuff? Isn't that what it yeah, said yeah, on the yeah. water Michael bottle? Secret stuff. No, it's so when he, uh, Michael's going to take a picture Does of the Michael make a cameo? I feel like he's got to. No, because But Michael him and LeBron hate each other. Don't get along. Yeah. I can't believe he gave up the rights to it. I didn't... I was wondering that too yesterday. I'm You're like, telling me LeBron's kid. Does, does Mike own the rights? Did he own the rights? I would think that he would. That would have been part of it. Like, what I shorts? Have to sign off on anything. What shorts is LeBron going to wear underneath his jersey after every game? Because he didn't go to college. Well, is he even going to be able to fit shorts under his shorts? Because he already wears short shorts. That's true. There's a lot of questions we have. Man, I am made of questions. That should be our first movie review. <sighs> no, because I'm not no, going to see it. No, I don't want to pay money to see it. I'm not going to see it. I'm not putting money in LeBron's pocket. If he was if he was still if he was still in Cleveland, maybe in Miami, I'm okay with it. Not in LA. Get out of here. Garb. I hope they don't get a third max deal player. Unless it's like Julius Randle. They need to give my boy Lance Stevenson a max deal. Alright. Now we've got He carried that team last year. You got one more? On his back. Nope, that was my last one. Bum of the week! Oh. I thought you had one more. Nah. You're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum! Oh, okay. You Not broke sure. it. Ever be a bum? Well, that hurts, man. That was interesting. Hmm. Never had that happen before. Go ahead. Imagine that. Ed messes yeah. up the sound. You know what? Bum of the week. All you have to do is stare at a computer screen. Pedro Strop. Who? It's no secret. He's stupid. He's stupid as f. Oh, he is. Stupid. Nothing it's against him. He's just here. stupid. So is Anthony Rizzo. His back still hurts. <laughs> also, uh, Tom Brennan. Wasn't Anthony Rizzo in the original Bum of the Week? He was. Yeah. Um, also, Tom Brennan should never speak out loud about domestic violence, domestic violence suspensions, or, quote, things going on around, quote, end quote, players who have been suspended for domestic violence. Apparently he backtracked today. That Yesterday. That yesterday. Cubs series was a shit show. Oh, yeah. Ooh, broke it. That's all I got. Yeah, no. Neither one of them ever need to talk again. About domestic violence or just in or general? Just in general. <laughs> just in general. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not a big fan of Tom. Uh, my bum of the T-hom. week. Yeah. My bum of the week is going to be Panera Bread. Um, I'm so tired of doing the rapid pickup, parking my truck, going inside, getting my meal, driving home. And it's not ready? And realizing they forgot shit. So we both ordered the goddess salad, which, you know, makes sense for me. Uh, and her. Um, but hmm. when I got back to the house, no dressing. And that's a special dressing they put on there. It's like an avocado dressing. It's delicious. It's I only, love avocado. It's only 10 points on Weight Watchers, too. Nice. Yeah. So what do I have to do? Drive back up to Panera and get my 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 salad dressing. And now your salad's cold when you get home? Well, it's salad. <laughs> 
So I guess joke. there is that. That was the joke. I thought you were being serious. No, Anyways, uh, so I go back up there, get the dressing. No apology, no free cookie. You know, not a free drink, anything like that, right? Because I could gone with a, I could have gone with a. Papaya, I get a free drink every time I'm waiting, and I feel like every papaya? time I try to do the pickup, I have to wait. So I always get a free drink. No, mine are usually there, just not done. So then I get home, I put the dressing in, mix up the salad, start eating my salad. There is what looks like chicken cutlet. Raw chicken cutlet in my salad. So what do I do? Well, I'm not driving back up there. I call up the manager. And I said, hey, there's raw chicken in my salad. And she said, sir, there's not raw raw chicken on our line. And I said, well, guess what? There's something on your line because this looks like a straight-up chicken cutlet. And then I tweeted about it. And then Panera DM'd me. And they said, hey. Take this down. We're No, I, I wasn't going to take it down. Hmm. Freedom of speech. What did they say? America. <laughs> um, they said that they were going to get up to the higher-ups and somebody would contact me in two to three days. Nobody. That was last Wednesday. Right. It has now been seven. The oh. higher-ups are on vacation the whole week. Well, for America. Guess who's not going to Panera Bread anymore? Which is sad to say, because I do enjoy myself some of that wild rice and chicken uh, soup, you know? Or that broccoli cheddar soup. Ooh, the broccoli cheddar and the bread bowl. Yeah, mm. in the bread bowl, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and who yeah. doesn't love getting that baguette, you know, to, to gnaw on your way home? But, you know what? Panera, sorry. I don't think there's any other bread companies I can go to. Miami Market, here I come. I feel like there's a Pat McAfee suck it. Yeah. Gift there. All right. God damn. Oh, God. What's in Ed's fridge? It is now time for everyone's favorite segment. What is in Ed's fridge? I sound real angry at that. I love that. So we tried to get the... uh, Icy? Platform Icy. We need to find that. I'm going to find it I want to try it so bad. I still think my guy might get it up the street. I, right. oh, I put a tweet into him while we were talking to Clay. Don't talk about that place up the street. Oh, no way, dude. It's a, it's a honey hole. Super secret spot. Oh, super secret spot. All right. Just like Michael's super secret stuff. So we have a new one tonight by Grainworks, which is in Westchester. Never had any of their beers before. Um, I've wanted to go to their spot, but I haven't been there yet. Where are they at in Westchester? Behind P&G, I believe. P&G in Westchester? Mm-hmm. The new PNG, like that giant PNG plant, is technically Westchester right there, I believe. Like Fields are at all. Huh, okay. Alright. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they're behind it, so they're not on the main drag. I gotcha. They're on the other side. Gotcha. Um, this is called Pink Lemonade Stand. It's a Berliner Weisse with cherry and pineapple. Uh, it's not Weisse, it's, it's, it's Weisse. Mind you. Okay, well, I'm just letting you know. Built on the same soil from which Cincinnati's greatest breweries harvested their grain, Grainworks Brewing pours that rich history in every glass. It's beer with a heritage. It's beer with a soul. All right. Uh, 4.4%. Alcohol by volume? Yeah. Pink lemonade stand. You try Cherry and pineapple. No, I'm going to give it a shot. Here we go. It's a, it's a summertime, so it's... Okay. It's sour. It is sour. I didn't expect it to be sour. I figured it was a tart. Tarts are in for the summer. So are ghosts. I gotta put oil on that. Tarts and ghosts are, are in for the summer. 
It's not even. There we go. Uh, yeah, tarts are in, and that's what that's what that um that slushy is or mm. uh, icy. I'll give it a, a four. I forgot we were rating. Out of out of a six pack, I'll give it a four. That's a rookie score. We don't go at points. It's how many could you drink in one sitting? Oh, that's right. I forgot. So Hold on, on, on. If you're not finishing a beer, that's a rookie score. So I'm gonna I'm gonna compare this to a um, Natter Day. Is mm-hmm. Natter Day your six? Huh? <laughs> Is Natter Day a six? No, for no, you? no, 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 no. Because I can't drink a six pack of Natter Days in one sitting. Three. I'm going to give this a 3.5. I feel like I can drink three and a half of these in a sitting. i give it a four. I think it's pretty good. I might be able to do four. You know what? No, you can't change. Yeah, That's, I'm going to stick with You can't change five. the score. Once you give the score, you can't change I'm the gonna, score. I'm going to stick with 3.5. El Presidente would not like me to change the score. Accurate. He's on vacation, though, so. <laughs> so no pizza reviews. <laughs> He's still been posting them. I love it. Uh, sometimes I'll just sit at my desk and... Let those play in the background. God, they're so good. They're hilarious. The I just want hilarious. to eat all of this pizza, though. It all makes right. me so hungry. On that note, I think uh, our show's done here. I think so, too. I think we're out. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. Peace.